0: the surprising thing is d live is chinese it's like i don't know if it's like literally chinese but i think it's like mostly like share owners are chinese and they just like leave us alone they just like let us go so like even like controversial people can just like go on d live and not have to worry about being like censored or following too many rules but um twitch yeah i wonder
1: what the law i i think they're they're waiting (laughs) it's accident,
0: <laughs> yeah 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 they're just collecting that's what i think is like same with um tiktok because that was chinese right i think they're just collecting they're just like let them speak collect the data on them get the blackmail get this <laughs> get all the information collect harvest all the information um kind of like a honeypot or whatever but then the flip side is twitch is american and they're like probably the most graveled like they censor, they'll kick you off. They'll censor people for just nothing. Like kind of just like making someone feel bad, <laughs> not actually like breaking their rules.
1: So meanwhile, uh, the whole platform is just like like boring women with cleavage, like playing yeah. League of Legends. <laughs> so apparently, like, that's not offensive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm offended by that, uh, but they don't care about men's feelings. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it's kind of funny, but then um, I was streaming one night and like talking about the Gospels. In bet- <laughs> on uh, I was like playing like a civilization stream and kind of talking about like conspiracy theories and like the Bible. And like someone commented like, man, Twitch has changed a lot. <laughs> I, was, like, that's, I think that's still my favorite comment of all time. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it used, I think it, used, it started out as like gamers, like actual gamers. And then it just turned into like boobs, <laughs> like just boobs on screen and then now it's like people talking about like conspiracy theories in the gospels. Uh, <laughs> so the progression of Twitch is uh has been quite quite uh quite a evolution to behold in the last few years. Um but sweet looks like all systems are go. For some reason DLive is not working. So maybe China is doing some shenanigans uh this weekend. But YouTube's good, Periscope's good, Twitch is good, my replay's good, audio's good. I say this now. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't have to restart the interview. But um, all right,
1: well, if- you just let me know when I should be interesting.
0: <laughs> okay, now, now we're gonna go now. So Steppy, now uh, this is live stream 34 with my boy Steppy, um, Grill Master in Chief, uh, <laughs> Master of the Grill. But I wanted to ask you first question. uh, Who is Steppy?
1: Oh, who is Steppy? Uh, Well, well, you know, it it all comes down to the grill for sure. Uh, (laughs) I just just want to grill for God's sake. Like that sums it all up. (laughs) So grill and God. I love that.
0: Yeah, God grills it. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yes, yeah, God grilled it exactly. It's a steppy tagline, not not creative, Sean tagline. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, without giving too much personal information, uh, what is your life story? Uh, well, I you
1: know let's uh, I, I guess just like my political cultural journey is uh, like. It, I, up until maybe like four years ago, was just like a Reddit tier, like blue state piece of trash. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh yeah, We've Just like I there. fucking love, <laughs> I fucking loved science. Um, I, I actually like dropped out of grad school because I, I thought like, oh, I got to get some advanced science degree. Um but you know i was like doing software and just like just typical like boring internet dude and then in like 2016 uh i actually became a bernie bro cuz i was like wow like this guy's saying stuff that no one said before which he was like and i missed the ron paul moment that would have been a lot more constructive but uh <laughs> it, it, so I, I, yeah, I got you like, like really out,
0: you missed a good one
1: <laughs> yeah i know the best uh, failure
0: of all time was the ron paul 2020 2012 presidential campaign
1: Definitely, the most successful failure. Uh, But yeah, I got like really bought into like the whole Bernie bro thing. But like the beautiful thing is like, I was in it for the ideas, man. And like, so I just watched the whole like DNC rigging and like the media just like in lockstep, like just trying to demoralize and like all the bots on Reddit, like, and it's like, what is this? Like what's happening? Am I the only one who sees this? So, like, uh, immediately, like, just from, like, just cringe lefty politics, like, I'm just red-pilled. I just don't know <laughs> anything yet. I don't understand, like, economics. Uh, I, but I have this <laughs> yeah. a sense that, like, something's wrong. So I, I pretty much spent the next, like, couple of years just, like, balling through every single limited hangout in the space of, like, a few months at a time. So it's like, okay, let's get into, like anti sjw like shapiro stephen crowder like politics like maybe that'll suit me but then you find the flaws with those guys and the stuff they won't talk about uh, you know then you go through like the normie libertarian stuff uh, uh, and you know now i'm just like full-blown like you know reptilians <laughs> just like no- nothing's real just like
0: yeah
1: you're in yeah. your david ike, ike
0: ike phase now <laughs> uh yeah, I, I I mean
1: I like I, I wish I could like fully lark myself into believing that kind of stuff. I think reptilian is actually just a useful lens for like viewing the behavior of those types of people. Yeah. They might as well be reptiles. Yeah. But uh unfortunately I, I
0: don't really think yeah. <laughs> that they are. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, what about um um goblins? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, like are,
0: are they goblins yeah like are they goblins uh like you know how like yeah. fairy tales describe like leprechauns and goblins and like trolls and stuff but do you think those are like real and i think like with like i'm in the same vein of what you're talking about where it's like obviously they're not like magical creatures but like people like villainous people can kind of turn into those things and then those stories are just written by like very unnormal very like evil people
1: well you know what is real Uh, archetypally (laughs) (laughs) good point archetypally that's bloody real man you you look at
0: george soros he's a bloody goblin
1: uh (laughs) yeah you look at
0: some of these people it's like man that is a goblin like look at that goblin right there
1: yeah i i do think there is really something to that yeah uh like i, I think evil had, like you know this whole like physiognomy thing
0: like yeah. there there is something to that like you can yeah. tell like an evil face oh yeah that guy i don't know his name goldstein or something the guy that was the um 9-11 he owned the 9-11 buildings silverstein i think oh was, uh
1: right? lucky larry yeah, yeah. Silverstein.
0: <laughs> look just look at that guy's face and tell me that's not evil you know it's like that guy doesn't like I... love his children <laughs> <laughs> you can just tell like it's just look at his face he's just an evil face you know but yeah i think yeah no great. doubt yeah uh, well yeah uh we'll get into that i have i actually have some questions that are going to get back into this topic so pause on the (laughs) pause on on this discussion because i want to know where was steppy in the year 2000 and where will steppy be in the year 2025 ah 2000
1: uh i I, I was in middle school (laughs) Uh, oh yeah i don't know it's probably just like playing a ton of video games and like it just you know, it's starting to rage with hormones. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, the glory days. Yeah. What
1: what what year in the future was it again?
0: Twenty 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 five. What's the five okay.
1: year plan? Yeah, yeah, the five year plan. Uh, so right now, I've got uh, me and the wife uh, have a, a home as far out into the sticks of uh our fema region as we can uh, manage to go uh so we, we got a contract on on a house and we should be closed on it by the end of the year uh it's got like a, a pretty decent sized uh like garden in it we're gonna get some chickens you know this is like everyone's uh, it, this is the cool thing now we're, yeah. we're all returning to the land yeah uh the so, future is like that's past. yeah exactly so you know hopefully just like doing some day job stuff uh from home and you know living on a pretty nice plot of land maybe uh you know lord willing popping out some babies but that, yeah. that's uh that's the five-year plan love
0: that love that and um uh, do you believe in the truth of the bible
1: uh Yes. And, you, you know, like being very careful to uh, not like say, oh, anything's an allegory if I decide it's an allegory because I like just don't want to have a fight about science. Like fundamentally, yes, everything in it is literally true. Uh, and that's like truth is truth. Right. But like it, yeah. it's also some things in there are probably opaque. To where I don't understand them. So if people start getting into details about like, oh, what about the flood and this and that? It's like, well, look, like I i just don't know. Like I'm I'm just willing to be ignorant. But the, whole, the the thing is true.
0: Yeah. Love it. And do you trust God? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of people would say that though these days, you know? But yeah, when when you trust, you trust. Um, and what does Ephesians 6.12 mean to you oh well you know
1: I, I have to be careful not to be uh, you know using bits and pieces of the Bible to justify my world view right but I view Ephesians 6.12 as the biblical justification of the conspiracy theory viewpoint. Uh, Like, you know, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? So like your neighbor is not your enemy, uh, but against powers, principalities, the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. Uh, Like that to me lays it out that the fight that we're in uh, and this is clear as day right right now is uh it, it is purely a spiritual one and everything that we are presented with from established earthly powers is a lie from satan you know if not directly then uh, indirectly but like it it is spiritual warfare and to me like that's i mean that's the the biblical verse that brought me to christianity it's like oh like that's right in there that's like i can latch onto that so like it it holds a a special personal significance for me
0: oh yeah love that (laughs) love that and what is liberty (sighs) so you know i
1: i consider myself a like a christian first and a libertarian second uh so to me like it's uh i think liberty is a a disposition a personality and something that you know in your heart that you want uh like as a free-willed creation of god Mm -hmm. uh so you you know I, I'm not going to try and justify, like, libertarianism from, uh, like, first principles, like, into the secular Stephen Molyneux way. I think libertarianism is something that people naturally gravitate towards uh, if they've truly accepted, uh, you know, their humility as, as Christians. Like, you know, you've got to be at least pretty close to that libertarian spectrum. I just don't see how you can be a Christian and be, you know, a hardline uh, authoritarian, uh, you know, I I would. uh, So, yeah, liberty is is really, it's a sentiment. It's a state of mind. And (laughs) I I, I don't care to get too much hung up on philosophy because philosophy is pretty fake and stupid sometimes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, yeah um and well would you consider yourself an uppercase or lowercase libertarian
1: um dude (laughs) i think you just answered that
0: (laughs) but i just want i just want clarification (laughs) for the stream
1: (laughs) uh lowercase
0: (laughs) you don't hold the shift key down when you type that in no (laughs) <laughs> uh, unless I'm like
1: holding it down for the whole, whole word.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On a scale of one to complete disgrace, what would you rank the Liber- Libertarian Party?
1: Uh, I mean, there's some i assume are good people but (laughs) (laughs) but complete disgrace with a few good people (laughs) slowly leaving the ship
0: yeah 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 (laughs) it is a sinking ship that's for sure and you also kind of answered this but will you be homesteading
1: uh, is that to the, the greatest hope? extent I can Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: I, like the whole agorism homesteading concept
1: Yeah I mean agorism is, is one of the only actually Tactically useful things to come out of Libertarianism uh, yeah. You know <laughs> other than that it's just like Justifications for bitching A lot of the time yeah. which like don't get me Wrong the complaints are very Valid But <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely. yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of the agorist mindset, uh, you know, seeds, gold, Bitcoin, silver, uh, know your neighbors, all that stuff. Don't <laughs> don't report anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's a crucial last part. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I was really in the libertarian anarcho-capitalist thing for the last probably like eight years and i just really noticed in the last two years like spiritually awoken in the last two years that libertarians are very smart like they're very intellectually smart i think the smartest of all people who are involved in politics and uh like you said like they are very good at complaining and like pointing out the problems but i've just come to the conclusion like they don't have any solutions like they're like and now it's just so clear to see like everyone's just like so angry and emotional and they're like you know, F the state, end the state, get rid of tyrants, get rid of laws and rulers. And then it's like, okay, well, then what? Like, congratulations, you just started a revolution that just destroyed the government. Now what? <laughs> and then yeah. the answers are usually just like, well, we'll figure it out. Well, you, you know, it'll just work out. Like, people will just be good. And it's like they're really good at figuring out, like, the legal arguments and the philosophical arguments, but they all lack morality. Like, they all lack the basic understanding of, like, human nature and how it really works. And I think that's just, like, a crucial component of what they're missing. And I do think a lot of libertarians, not most, maybe not most, but a lot, like a good portion, they just are, like, degenerate people. Like, they just want to be degenerate, which is why they gravitate toward libertarianism, because they're, like... Just leave me alone and let me be degenerate. <laughs> and so I think well, there's just like a, you like a lack of morality problem kind of with that.
1: It, it gives you a moral framework in which to be like the most high functioning degenerate possible, you know, <laughs> like you, <Yeah. laughs> you, you can like destroy yourself uh, all you want. Uh, you can reach any level of potential or embody any level of virtue that you want. Uh, and you can be, you know, you can do all of that voluntarily with other people which like the devolution of that it's like okay if you don't have a higher calling uh you're just gonna like be really into like weed and porn which is fine (laughs) like keep it legal but uh, but like you know i i would offer that it might be good to find a higher calling than to just fall into that trap
0: yeah absolutely Yeah. I mean, that's I'm all for like, I will let you sin yourself into a miserable death. You know, it's like you can make that choice to destroy yourself and choose to live in in sin and choose to live in death. I'm just going to recommend that you don't. (laughs) I'm not going to stop trying to encourage you to like, you know, not do that. But I'm not going to like use guns and laws to uh, force you to stop sin. Cause I get in arguments with people on like the right, because I have drifted more right in the last few years, um, because I just view it as more moral. <laughs> like, but then again, it's like when you get so far right, people are like, ban homosexuality, ban porn, ban drugs. And it's like, you can't regulate sin. You have to let people choose. Like, You have to let people choose God, and you have to let people choose not God. And then you have to also choose. Like, You have to choose to just associate with what's good and reject evil i think the idea of like regulating evil uh is the problem with being too far right or too authoritarian so i think like the liberty aspect is pretty crucial like you have to kind of let people make their mistakes but in that circle of libertarian liberty enthusiasts it is pretty degenerate and reckless and short-sighted minded people
1: yeah i mean to to the extent that that like as Christians were trying to, you know, embody Christ-like virtue, like that's all about free will. So, you know, trying to just regulate people out of their mistakes is, you know, you're yeah. you're already off the path. However, people will will use that as license to just become some like shit lib, like progressive, like quote unquote Christian. Like if they take that idea too far, it's like, oh, yeah. well, just everything is okay, and like I'll just pull whatever like flu flu ideology i want uh, out of the bible (laughs) and 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 that's just like that's just a different side of the same nonsense coin like you got to be super like you got to hold your bros to a standard but like it's on them to meet it and you got to expect the same from them
0: absolutely yeah absolutely well, um, it's been a conversation on the interwebs lately, and I've been kind of drifting towards it. But what are your thoughts on, like, monarchy? Uh, I, I mean,
1: the... Like, do the... you
0: think that... In the sense of, like, libertarianism, like, liberty, like, do you think a monarchy is actually, like, the best way to govern people and to, like, allow for people to actually have freedom?
1: So, I think there's a... There's a kernel of truth in... in like the I don't know people are starting to like fetishize monarchy I I think it's just like look, no no uh, (laughs) not me like if you have like a, a populace that is just like begging to be oppressed that can happen under any political system and that's just like a function of the moral fiber of the society I think Uh, You know, liberty is like a personality and a culture, right? But like an argument that people point out in favor of monarchy, which I totally agree with, and I think this is the most important one, is that the king is afraid. Like, you, you know, you're one poisoning attempt away from completely overhauling the government and also the king is attached to everything that they dictate so they can't say oh that was the blue team or the red team that did that so you know any system of government where you have that kind of fear and accountability like that's the key i think you could have you know return to like a a small constitutional republic and just like you know make the constitution 10 times more ironclad and i know constitutions don't work lysander spooner blah blah, blah but uh it, you could have some <laughs> ironclad constitution where like you need very little evidence to try leaders for treason and kill them like let's say <laughs> like you just need, you need rulers to be afraid if they're gonna rule because then they're gonna rule well
0: Like, let's put a king, but let's also just, like, install a guillotine right outside his front door, just as a daily reminder. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the big thing, I've just been drifting towards it because I've just really noticed the pattern of, like, you know, Obama takes power, and it's just six and a half years of of his eight years are just, well, nothing's my fault. It was all Bush. You know, and then Trump wins because he's like, I'm not going to be like Obama. And so he basically just gets away with doing whatever he wants because he's like, look how much better I am than Obama. And now let's presume we'll get into the politics, but let's presume as of this date, Biden becomes president. It's going to be four years of chaos and nonsense. And it's all going to be, well, I just inherited a mess, you know. And so it kind of just like the the idea that you can just transfer power pretty easily without like actual repercussions. Like Trump's going to walk away. He's not actually going to get prosecuted or charged with war crimes or actually, like, have any real consequences. Um, Things might get uncomfortable for him. You know, he might be mocked and shamed, but he's not going to face, like, actual real repercussions for anything he did. And then Biden can just use that power he now has to just do whatever he wants to do. And then four years later, we'll elect a new Republican. And then it'll just be, like, the same cycle where there's, like, no one actually being held accountable Whereas a king, like you said, like would have to face those consequences and he is invested in the system, like someone who is there to reign. Um, My only problem I have, it's like everything makes so much sense. Like, let's just have a king. My problem is like, how do we get one? (laughs) Like when you have to like have a vote or something, like when you have to use democracy to get a king in the first place. Then, yeah bro
1: what do you what do you think King Friday is all about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a giant tournament to see who actually deserves to be king. yeah <laughs> yeah, that's what you were doing all along. <laughs> we are speaking of which, uh, can you explain King Friday?
1: Yeah, uh, so there's a uh, like a padlocked account on Twitter called. Uh, world's smartest g-man um that's not his actual handle but i don't want to out him uh it, you know it, it's uh, it's an insider thing um but uh he started this uh really. maybe a year ago and what it is is just on friday you are extremely supportive of your fellow dudes and <laughs> You uplift them in public and in private. And you if there's someone you haven't, like, checked in on for a while, you'll send them a DM and be like, hey, man, how's it going? And if they need to air their laundry out, like, you know, you hear them out. You make time for your bros. Uh, so that's really all King Friday is. It's just guys uplifting guys. Uh, and, like, you know, I've, I've had some great conversations in the in the dms with people it's like it it actually works like you know like if you schedule something it seems like it's going to be awkward but it becomes genuine you meme it into existence so so, like you can actually just say like oh every friday i'm gonna like go be awesome to dudes and (laughs) it, it, it works
0: yeah oh yeah and um i love that you've um you're like on a twitter fast is that what you call it? Where six days a yeah, week that's... you don't tweet, and I like that the yeah, one day yeah. you did pick was King Friday. Was that a coincidence or was that on purpose?
1: That was completely on purpose. It's, yeah. it's the most important <laughs> day of the week.
0: Love that. Love that. Yeah. Well, so far, if we, if if King Friday is just a giant um, psychological operation to slowly weed out and prop up who should be rightful king of the new United States, um, I would say you're in the lead. I'm going to go ahead and make that claim. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> at least in my I, book, I really sh- uh, you have my sword as of right now. You know, <laughs> I shouldn't have
1: issued all those like death threats to, to tyrants.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sh- sh- we, we can bury those. We can censor those later. Like You'll be king. You'll have power over that NSA and stuff, right? <laughs> um well yeah you want you want to get into some politics the 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 hottest the hottest inescapable topic of this week um well yeah this is for anyone watching like at a later 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 date we have just finished the messiest most confusing election of our lifetime um they always make that joke like this is the most important election of our life but this actually kind of now seems like that's true, <laughs> um, until the next one, of course. But actually, it does seem like this was um, there was truth to that statement. But I want to ask you first question: getting into politics here, why or who did you vote for, and why was it Kanye West? Uh,
1: I I never got my ballot. I I would have I would have voted <laughs> for Kanye.
0: Oh really? Oh oh so. Uh, election fraud in new jersey you did not get your ballot well to be fair like i
1: moved and i wasn't trying that hard to get my ballot
0: (laughs) yeah well look yourself up i think you might have voted two or three times for joe biden so uh you might have got quote-unquote got in your ballot and you quote-unquote might have voted four or five times for joe biden uh
1: i actually do think it might have might have been stolen but
0: yeah i think so too yeah i think um i think there was definitely cheating on both sides like i don't think the republicans and trump are that innocent either you know i think there's like rigging and stuff that happens from like you know, probably not trump top-down orders but like you know trump supporters i'm just gonna go out on a, on a limb and say there's some cheating on that side but it's definitely apparent yeah. that there's a lot of cheating that happened on the pro-biden camp you know it's well like I, I think it's
1: like You know how in baseball there's, like, acceptable ways to, like, cheat a little bit? Uh, Like, you just, like, play the metagame and you can kind of, like, spit on the ball if you're pitching, but you can't, like, put Vaseline on it. Uh, So, like, I think the Republicans did the normal sportsmanly amount of cheating from what I can tell. I I haven't seen flagrant violations, but, like, the Democrats just, like, they... Might as well have just like walked up to home plate and punched the batter in the face. Like, it, it...
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's just pretty blatant, you know. It's like, and it's just so crazy. I don't know. It, the crazy part about it is how obvious it is, and then how much gaslighting is happening, and how obvious the gaslighting is.
1: But it works. It doesn't matter. That's Half true. the country believes it. Like,
0: I, I don't, it's, it's, I don't know. Usually, yes, usually. But for, at least for me, in my little anecdotal scenario, I have a lot of, you know, for like, former friends and family and, like, friends that are just out in, like, California and Illinois, um, kind of where I lived for 10 years in California and where I'm from originally in Illinois. And they're pretty much all liberal, you know, and a lot of them are, like, very extreme leftist, like pro-Bernie, extremely anti-Trump. And a lot of them have been, like, kind of quiet, you know, and kind of, like, on their toes, kind of, you know, and that's very uncharacteristic of them. Okay. (laughs) And I just think overall, it just this vibe is they aren't very confident that, A, if if Biden's announced the winner, that it's going to (laughs) stand. And I think they all kind of feel, like, maybe a little guilty or ashamed. Like, they kind of know something's up um right yeah i'm gonna say most people overall in the country are probably just like go biden whatever happens i don't care i'll take the result but i think a lot of even that side kind of knows something's happening and something's up well it's like
1: uh when you go to the grocery store and you're like pretty sure they didn't ring up like a bunch of expensive razors (laughs) it's just like (laughs) wait like do i gotta say something about that now
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I mean, like
1: the the most flagrant example is the 138 votes uh, all for 138,000 votes all for Biden in what was it, Michigan? I, I forget Michigan or Wisconsin. Uh, but like, I I ran like the numbers on that. So if you make the I think fairly moderate claim that. Uh, there's some magical 99% Joe Biden supporting voter base. Uh, it, so that's a 1% Trump or other supporting voter base. And you run the math, okay, how how many times do I need to have someone in that 1% not vote before I get to 138,000, right? So it's like, oh, it's 99 out of 100 times 99 out of 100 times 99 out of 100. You run that number, the probability of that ever happening even in this hypothetical ninety-nine percent blue district, it's uh, it's one uh, times ten to the negative six hundred. I think it was. So, I like. I, I don't know what the comparison to that and like winning the lottery is, but it's in that kind of ballpark, if not worse.
0: It's like you won six lotteries on the same day. <laughs> yeah, and, and you
1: you explain this to people, and they're just uh, like. It, like oh well that's possible you know like there's some really blue districts and it's like not one trump vote dude like not one (laughs) well
0: the one the the thing that really definitely stands out to me is and i think it was michigan it might be in most multiple states or whatever but just the fact that there's all these ballots that just have biden like they only have biden marked and they didn't vote for anyone else down ballot Whereas, like in every election, especially the quote unquote most important election of our lifetime, and you know, we just had a thing last month where everyone was contesting the Senate. Everyone's mad about the Senate being able to just kind of appoint Trump's judges. And there just seems to be a lot at stake, you know, these days, emotionally for people. People don't just go into a voting booth, show up to vote or mail in their ballot and just check off the president and leave the rest of the ballot empty and if you look at the numbers compared like trump's votes matched pretty much evenly like the amount of republican senator votes for every ticket but joe biden's accounts are so much higher like hundreds of thousands of votes higher for just joe biden than it was for like the democratic senators in that same race so that like disparity is just so obvious like do they want to you...
1: be caught? Why would they not, like, also <laughs> write the other guys in? I know.
0: Like... I don't think they had enough time, yeah. I don't know. It's like, just like that, it's like, I don't know, like, how does that happen? Like, that just clearly so, is something is up, you know? It doesn't I saw,
1: actually I saw really, in real really, I saw an interesting uh, anomaly floating around uh, today, which was uh, someone looked at, like, the Google search trends from the past, uh couple months and in october there was three spikes for search uh searches about it was like election fraud punishment or something or like election fraud consequences and it came from three of the swing states it was like new mexico (laughs) pennsylvania and like michigan i think so there's uh, there was spikes in october of people saying oh what are the election fraud consequences
0: (laughs) yeah i i found out the other day that um treason is actually legally still punishable by by hanging
1: um oh hanging specifically okay
0: i'm pretty i i listened to a mini podcast so i don't i'm listening to someone who uh, sounded like they knew what they were talking about but he said according to like federal law like the federal crime like if you get charged with treason like You could definitely be hung. (laughs) The problem is they just don't do it. So like anyone who gets charged with treason, they just lower the penalty to a few years in jail or something, or like some fine or something. And I don't even really think people are really charged with treason anyways, so they kind of make it a different crime or something. Um, But that would be a good example to set if a few, you know, maybe like a couple like tens or maybe a couple hundred people got a, you know, publicly hung that might set a good example and kind of <laughs> make people think twice for the next you know maybe 50 years of elections in this if, country. if i can
1: pump the <laughs> the libertarian brakes i you know
0: like i would i don't personally support that i'm just saying that would work you know yeah <laughs> fact like it would work i don't want it to happen but
1: like i'm not gonna cry for like you know the dnc or rnc chair like it uh, but you know if it's just some low-level operative cat lady who just like got told like hey for a hundred bucks you want to destroy uh, some trump ballots like
0: like i don't know I, we gotta set an example steppy we gotta step- <laughs> <laughs> we gotta make sure we nip this in the bud right now uh <laughs> yeah yeah, it's all, I mean, the whole thing just stinks, you know, no matter what. And that's the, that's kind of the end result is no matter what happens at this point, like, why would you ever vote again? <laughs> like, it's so clearly shady and rigged and, you know, the media is going to lie to you no matter what. Like, they're just exposing themselves as liars and frauds. And, you know, there's still, right, still going to be a good portion that just blindly accept it, whatever the TV tells them and go along with it and call anyone that doesn't crazy and that kind of thing. But People that are like awake are just going to be like very awake after this. you know. Well,
1: I I think inevitably we're moving into the next political paradigm. We have to be because this was the last election that people went into believing in the process. I mean, you know, like plenty of people like you and me were jaded to begin with. But like (laughs) there's actually like they made I, I think it's safe to say tens of millions of people who are just like now thinking like is voting real uh, yeah. so <laughs> what do you what do you do yeah. with that when the entire system was based upon this like legitimacy mandate right like yeah. it, legitimacy is what fuels democracy working because uh, it it is just mob rule and you know demagogy but like it, it, like now now they've taken away the legitimacy from a large portion of the country, most of the country's non-voters. Like, so where do you go from here? Like, it's got to be something else.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we're facing, I think we could be facing some some major, like, political and societal changes, like with power, like power shifts. Um, I think there's a lot of, like, police officers and soldiers. You know, the people that are, like, actually powerful (laughs) um i think there's gonna be a lot of those people just kind of not obeying not marching lockstep anymore you know especially if this is like if joe biden wins and it's this big illegitimate obvious fraud like how many police officers are going to be very eager to just follow the orders of you know (laughs) these democrats that a they don't support and they don't vote for and b are potentially illegitimate rulers like when at, at one point like the thing i was thinking about the other day is that i don't know if you watched game of thrones or if you've read the books uh song of fire and ice but yeah a i really watched good... like the
1: show until it started to get shitty <laughs> of, like, five
0: yeah. yeah wow what a what a what a waste that the end of that show was because um the books are actually really good um and i think when he finishes them they're going to be really good too they're not like better than lord of the rings I, I'm, I'm tangent I'm, I'm spiraling here into different conversations but um there's this really good thing they bring up in, in one of the books, and I'm pretty sure it's in the show, where there's a question asked. Like, you have a swordsman. Like, you have a sword, right? Like, you have a soldier for hire in a room. And there's a king, a banker, and a priest. And, you know, basically, like, who does the sword swordsman decide to kill? Like, I'm kind of messing this up. But it's like, the king is, like, the crown, the power. And he's like, kill the other two people. And the banker's like, hey, I have all the money. I can bribe you. I can give you gold and riches. Kill the other two people. And the priest is like, I have God on my side. Like, you're going to go to heaven with me if you kill the other two people. So the question is, like, who does the swordsman agree with? Right? Like, who does the swordsman kill? And so I think it's like posed as a question. And the guy kind of goes through, like, well, of course the king. And then, you know, the alternatives are proposed well then i guess of course the priest and it's like well these alternatives are proposed well i guess it's the banker then and he's just like the real answer is literally the power lies in what the swordsman decides to do right like there's no real answer uh... it's whatever the swordsman wants (laughs) whatever the swordsman decides the power goes to the swordsman will give the power to does the swordsman want the money the, the 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 morality or the loyalty you know it's like I think, and that's reality is like our society is so based on all three kind of interact with each other, but mostly it's the crowd. Mostly it's just like whatever law and order, whatever the constitution, whatever our like elected leaders say is what the police and the military will obey. But what happens when the police and the military you, stop trusting the king? Do they start just getting bought out by bankers and just bribed by people with morality and like, um, you know, righteous claims or whatever?
1: yeah well <laughs> I, I think also the you know the invisible layer of power in this analogy is like the media and the culture because that's what informs what that swordsman will choose uh yeah. so you know right now we're we're you know like a hundred plus years deep into a king-based uh propaganda machine it's yeah. all, which like you know, is banker friendly and priest hostile. Uh, so like, <laughs> yeah, I like right now, like, you know, the average person on the street is, is like killing the priest. There's no question. Um, but, you know, yeah, the police and military are kind of a different matter because there is a, a cultural difference there. Uh, and I think it's going to vary a lot by state. Also, yeah. you know, like yeah. I, governors have, never been either more or less powerful like they have less political and policy power but they also have the kill switch of just activating their state if they're from a red state like all all these republican governors out there if they want to if they want to just like boog they can do it. They can be like, Look, <laughs> cops, you're gonna get paid if you like believe in me. We're gonna we're like we're gonna move on to the gold standard. We're like just gonna go crazy. Like I I'll, we'll figure it out. But you're getting paid. Like so like I just wanna peacefully leave this bitch. Like it, <laughs> yeah. I I think a lot of a lot of sheriffs would just be like, Yep, let's roll. Like you know, independent North Dakota, like we're doing this.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to pull up my map right now um, to show the stream, but I tweeted earlier today my like proposed balkanization theory, which was based on your tweet about like a map of balkanization of the United States. What do you think about that possibility? Uh,
1: I was thinking about, you know, what is a balkanization that the establishment would allow just like to start the conversation and i think the only one they would possibly allow is a blue state secession because that doesn't have like undertones that they don't like so if something (laughs) like like the whole west coast if they just all got together and wanted to split off like maybe you know that at least wouldn't be like racist or awful for them to have that discussion however that would of course shift to the politics of the remainder of the country uh drastically so i think there is no acceptable secession to the powers that be even if it was voted on properly so then it comes down to you know where would people want to secede and it, would they be able to do it with such force and certainty that there's no stopping them because that like you need to strike hard strike once because you got one shot like to to do it if you're going to do it so like you know if if like the whole midwest just said like yep we're just the midwest like that's just us like what are you gonna do like roll the tanks across like the the whole great plains like you got nothing uh so the question is like is there political capital for th- things like that to happen uh no i don't think there is uh, i i think there's a lot of citizens who are are like willing and ready to receive the orders and they're never going to get them
0: (laughs) really i don't i mean the thing so i pulled up a map on my screen i don't know if you can see it if you're watching or not and uh i can't find the map i made with all the little names on it but i think this is kind of how i I think you you tweeted it out earlier i I did tweet it out yeah so if you want to go to my twitter feed you can see it but um yeah i think um i mean i this is just kind of goofy theorizing and stuff i don't think this will actually legit i'm I'm not going to put my money on this happening um but i do think there's just going to be a break and the thing that i remember too um the thing that kind of really pushed me into believing that like people are willing to fight back and not just keep accepting like tyranny (laughs) just keep accepting their enslavement it's gonna keep happening it's just you know varying degrees but When they tried to make those gun laws um, in Virginia last year in January. And so like the people elected a bunch of Democrats who ran on a very anti-gun platform. So the first thing they tried to do was really push through really quickly some, um, you know, quote unquote assault weapons ban, which we all know is just crap. (laughs) You can put anything into quote unquote assault weapons category that you want. And that just usually becomes like anything scary or anything like fairly lethal or fairly deadly. And, you know, they tried to rush through this crappy legislation and not only did like 60,000 people take to the streets, most of them armed in like boob gear. (laughs) But the thing that really surprised me, because that's whatever, I mean, you can get people marching in the streets and that may or may not make a difference. But the thing that really showed was all of these sheriffs and a lot of the police officers, were definitely taking the side of those protesters. Like, they definitely weren't on the side of the elected government that just got put into power. They definitely weren't on the side of the governor. They still kind of just followed their orders. It wasn't like there was, like, actually, obviously, like, some giant revolution didn't break out. It wasn't like people were being tarred and feathered. But if push really came to shove in that scenario, like, a lot of those sheriffs were, like, deputizing everyone in their county to, like, avoid those laws from happening. And a lot of those sheriffs and like police officers were like, we're not raiding homes. <laughs> like, you're crazy, dude. We're not going and raiding houses. Everyone owns guns. <laughs> so that really showed me that like, I think in the past it was just like, well, you know, this person who was elected. Whatever laws they write, we will enforce them and not question it. But now it really seems like a lot of the positions of power in this country, like the law enforcement in this country, are actually kind of pushing back. And starting to kind of ask questions and resist, you know, what the lawmakers say and do. And so that leads me to believe that now with this new revelation, where it's so obvious that the elections are like being messed with and like not legitimate, at least even if they are, even if there was zero cheating or very minimal cheating, the perceptions there, like people believe it now, just with all the tomfoolery and shenanigans. I just think a lot of those positions of power are really not going to just march in lockstep and obey the orders i think there's going to be a lot of questions and a lot of kind of pushback and resistance and yeah I, I, yeah I think
1: definitely uh i would say that even in like based parts of the country that are in blue states though people are gonna want their paycheck and they're gonna like what are you gonna do just be the one, like this one sheriff in upstate new york who goes rogue <laughs> like you actually yeah. will get crushed somehow like you'll be deposed and arrested uh but, but what if, yeah like, it, texas, it, it,
0: what if just like every sheriff in texas was like well we're done we're done here joe biden oh yeah <laughs> yeah i think I, <laughs> and it just becomes I, I think, like, uh, like, like it seems impossible but like what if a big giant portion of like texas and oklahoma they literally are just like we're seceding right now and you guys can come you know it just gets to the point where it's like that whole idea of like mutually assured destruction or like yeah you're gonna turn a giant army on texas But is that bloodbath that's going to ensue worth it? So would they be able to actually just secede? Because like they would do calculations and just go like, it's not really worth, you know, all the bombs and energy it's going to take and the blowback it's going to take internationally and stuff. Um, but I think if big well, enough I, portions of people of these like sheriffs and police officers just go like, no, <laughs> and they do really team up in like large swaths of land, I think they really we could see some like balkanization happening.
1: Right. And then you're going to get a backlash against sheriffs and it, like, you know, a sure. bunch of like shitheads in California are going to be like, well, how do we <laughs> get rid of sheriffs? Like we can't have autonomous sheriffs, which is just going to make the problem worse because people are going to be like, oh, it's on like, it, yeah, you know. Um now one thing that I th- I'm also watching out for is if Biden goes into office and really crosses a line with just something that half the country finds unacceptable and that could be gun control like you said or it could be the the mask mandate right like you've got places in the country like South Dakota where like people have just been living like normal with no consequences and you cannot tell them not to believe their lying eyes that they should be afraid right now so yeah. if, if yeah. biden set a federal mask mandate that like everyone in south dakota was subject <laughs> to like they're just gonna be like no like yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do like you... yeah. so like i i think like you know there's secession there's like legally nullifying laws at the city or state level but then there's also just mass disobedience and you cannot like if if biden overstepped too much on some of his policies which he might because he's like got you know crazy people setting policy at this point um like you could just see large parts of the country just like not just say not my president, but live it out through their actions and be like, I'm not wearing your damn mask. What are you going to do? And (laughs) at that point you've done a lot to just culturally discredit the guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That's what I heard in Idaho too. So like the state made mask mandates and stuff and everyone just was like, no, (laughs) and no one wears the mask. So like technically it's a mandate and whatever, but like everyone is just like not doing it. So how do you enforce it? Like when the sheriff's not doing it, when the police aren't doing it <laughs> i think even like the city council members and stuff you know if, like local towns we just like no we're good we're not doing that so the state level even is you know but then you expand that into the country so now president is telling each state and then each state's telling each county and you just start turning into like little little geographical regions of non-compliance and, right and, and, and I, I
1: think, think like you'll see people just like embracing the the bullshit in certain parts of the country like it, dude if i walked into the grocery store without a mask i would be dealing with a security guard i'd i'd have like multiple like 19 year olds like scrambling to get their department managers to like <laughs> escort me out of the store
0: i'd I, be like really?
1: There'd be five people on me in, in like Good. two minutes. So, like, it just Good. compliance is literally one hundred percent. Like, I haven't seen a single maskless face in a business in since like April. Uh, it, See, so, the like,
0: I've never once worn a mask. Like, I'm not even saying that's not an exaggeration. Yeah. I have not one time put a mask on at all and um
1: dude i'm telling you there's you, a like few... you could you could not shop in, in new jersey <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i'm in nashville so there's places i'm a, so like when i go like south of the county because nashville is like davidson county and then there's other counties around it that are much more like farming small town and very like conservative republican christian but nashville itself is pretty liberal so nashville is pretty like there's like if i go to like an applebee's in nashville they'll they'll tell me to step outside know i don't know if they're gonna call the police but they're gonna be like sir like you know you're not allowed in without a mask and every time i just like okay cool like i'll wait outside or okay cool like you know have a good day and just kind of walk away like i tried to go to a walmart you know and the person was like no man you got a mask in your car or something and i'm just like no i don't he's like ah you know i can't let you in man and you can just see it on his face like the the kid didn't care (laughs) yeah he just wants to like clock in do his do what he's told you know for eight hours get paid go home and whatever hang out smoke weed <laughs> like he just wants I, to like do his job and leave so i'm just i'm every time i'm just like okay i understand bro like have a good day and i just go down the street to like Publix, or i just go to like a little mexican mart where uh, they'll have a sign on the door and most like 90 percent of the people will have masks on and i walk in and just smile and You know i'm very polite and no one really tells me no so it's just kind of like uh squad goals yes there's laws yes there's signs on doors yes like some businesses will tell you no but for the most part you can just kind of like go down the street and find a store that you know will let you in so i've been like that and like really if you want to push like i think walmart's if you go like like kind of the farther away from the city of nashville you go i think walmart's will just kind of let you in (laughs) so even though the company's policy is you know a nationwide mask thing i think even when you start to just go places where that compliance level isn't as high you can kind of get away with not complying or not obeying so have you seen
1: have you seen like all the the twitter blue checks posting like election maps and then like saying like oh, and let's compare this to this, like, educational attainment map, and look at all these, like, uneducated people (laughs) voting Republican. Like, I, I just, like, hearing you talk about this right now, it's just, like, Dude, like when people do that, it's such a self dunk. Cause like yeah. going to like be, like just like being extra indoctrinated makes you into such a friggin' idiot. And I feel like I'm just surrounded by so many overeducated <laughs> fools. And then like you got all these like people just you know out in rural Tennessee or whatever. They're just like whatever, man. No mask. Like fuck. Like I, I just want to be around. I, I want to be in the dummy gang. <laughs>
0: Well, i can speak i lived in san diego and like a little bit in la for like the last eight years and everyone there is really smart right they're very educated they're very smart and they're also degenerates and they're blind to the reality around them and they're very like inconsiderate and not polite (laughs) and when i was moving to tennessee i mean tennessee is just the opposite it's nice people are friendly compassionate caring you know they're quote unquote dumb but that makes them just so much more aware of reality. Like they could actually like, if the grid goes down, like find water (laughs) and like grow food. (laughs) Like, yeah, they're quote unquote dumb. They can't tell you, you know, they probably would not be able to tell you like any, like they wouldn't be able to pass an algebra test, like a college calc test or something you put in front of them. Yeah, they'd probably fail that. And you can call them dumb all they want, but they can also like skin a deer. (laughs) <laughs> you know <laughs> and like like follow the road sign directions you know without having to like look at their phone tell them to turn left in 200 feet you know they can like kind of just follow directions in their mind so there's just differences well, the, like that quote-unquote the hilarious thing stuff is just i think nonsense
1: like all these like 130 iq just like educated you know galaxy brains like they're gonna be the first ones who try to like become transhumanist and thereby like just stop being human so all of a sudden a 100 iq guy from tennessee is looking pretty smart because he's the smartest man left who's yeah. not a robot
0: <laughs> yeah i mean yeah literally <laughs> yeah i don't there's just something about like intelligence that makes you blind too i don't it's i mean you have to like kind of spiritually get that but i think that like I mean, and I do think sin makes you blind too. Like, obviously your eyes don't physically stop working, but you stop like your senses stop working. Your awareness, your under like your ability to recognize patterns and like feel the reality around you <laughs> and just understand how reality truly works. Like you get blinded, like your senses get dulled. Um, the more you just kind of like sin and the more you kind of drift away from God. And I think that intelligence does that. It like... You might not be sinning, but it's like definitely drifting you away spiritually from your creator. And so you just kind of become blind. I mean, I don't really know the word to really describe it other than that, but you just kind of become unaware of reality. So these quote-unquote academics (laughs) and intelligentsia people... um, yeah, they're very, quote unquote, smart, you know, <laughs> but they're also uh, just lacking, like, like, awareness of reality.
1: You, you know those, like, IQ horseshoe theory memes uh, where it's, like, 70 IQ and 130 <laughs> IQ agree on something? Dude, so, like, you remember, uh, like, 2 plus 2 equals 5 was going around for a while, and you'd have all these, like, just blue check people being like well technically like two plus two does equal five and just like launch into this like huge thing where where like either it's like some social science garbage about like logic itself being a construct or it's like well in this type of mathematical structure you didn't think i was using two plus two equals five (laughs) <laughs> like, like, that's just the perfect example of just, like, becoming so smart that you, like, literally can't do math <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> at the level of, like, a third. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, one of my questions for you, when we're kind of talking about it, is are elections real?
1: Uh, the the process is real. <laughs> but uh, Yeah. It, they're they're not real in the sense people think they are. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I just think isn't it funny how it's always fifty percent of the population votes, and it's always usually like fifty fifty. Doesn't that seem a little suspicious?
1: <laughs> yeah, like every it's time, almost... like
0: there's never ever like a sixty percent turnout or a forty percent turnout. It's always like fifty percent of the population, quote unquote, um, turns out. And then no matter what the candidates are, it's usually always about 50-50. It's just like a difference of like the electoral map or whatever. But it just leads me to think that maybe the whole thing is really fake. (laughs) Like the whole bigger picture thing is just really giant fake.
1: Well, it's it's brilliant because every single person, the person with 51% and 49% for their favorite candidate, they all got to sleep with one eye open because it's like, oh, the other guy won or, (laughs) oh, we won, but barely like four years from now, we're going through the same hell. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm just, you know, the whole thing I'm just very suspicious of even before this, but now, especially after all this, um. I don't know. It's just so, (laughs) it's too perfect. It's one of those things like, how does it happen every time like that? That's not how nature works. (laughs) Um, But I was going to ask you specifically too, uh, did Rome ever fall?
1: Uh, No. Little Caesar's Pizzeria (laughs) is the current shadow (laughs) government.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's hidden in plain sight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can you explain for my uh ignorant dumb viewers out there why uh <laughs> why why they are unaware that rome never actually fell
1: yeah well you know the 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 roman lineage uh transferred to the papacy but then during vatican ii uh actually uh if you really look at the papal encyclicals at that time and you got to do some gematria but <laughs> you, you, it, it all it all points to uh, the number pie which as we know pie pizzas round pizza pie absolutely. Uh, so little Caesars you know that's Rome
0: absolutely and I, and
1: it the pizza can't be that cheap I'm sorry it's too cheap
0: <laughs> yeah 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 five how many how many points are in a star five how many... How many stars are on a flag? 50. Take the zero off. Five. <laughs> all, it all points back to Rome, I'm telling you. That's why it's 50-50 yeah. elections.
1: <laughs> I'm um, convinced. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and let's, let's say we are establishing a monarchy in this country going forward. Um, who would you rather be the king? Uh, Trump or
1: Obama?
0: Uh, (laughs) Okay, answer accepted, yeah.
1: I mean, uh, like, according to my Fed posting from before, like, Obama's maybe a better choice for turnover.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Well, anything else you wanted to talk about with all the election insanity and craziness? Anything else you want to, like, theorize Uh, about or propose?
1: Well, just, like, the way that I've been viewing this is, uh, you know, what's true is what people can sell other people on and what people can sell themselves on. And there's enough of just this cloud of uncertainty and all these weird data points and anomalies and, you know, Narratives that you can grab onto to ultimately validate whatever you want, and I think this is very similar to the uh, the whole coronavirus uh, situation. It's like you know you'll believe. What you want to believe. I think there's more sensible viewpoints. Like some viewpoints make a lot more sense than others. Like you don't have to go full like you know Chinese lab viruses aren't even real. But like <laughs> like
0: like, like you, you do, know though. like oh you do though yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well that that's beautiful like I, I i love to imagine there's someone who's like this virus was created in a lab and viruses aren't real uh
0: <laughs> yes but, you're talking to them
1: <laughs> but yeah you know like it, we need to move past like facts and logic and realize that like well those things are good and important and like you know, you should yourself be using them uh, to try to figure out that your worldview makes sense or at least doesn't not make sense. Like, we're operating in a, a postmodern emotional framework where, like, the truth is what you can sell and it's spiritual warfare to come back to that. So, you know, like, it's all going to come down to can the media the cathedral whatever you want to call it just convince everyone that it was biden sufficiently to put them back to sleep and if they if they can or can't like that's that's the struggle right now it's it's all just marketing
0: yeah yeah definitely it's that it is a spiritual battle it's just convincing souls to agree with evil or reject it and go with the good it's like how once they reach a magic number of people doing evil they move on to the next thing the next topic
1: yeah unfortunately i think we're gonna go through some kind of tribulation uh not necessarily in the biblical sense but at least some kind of major cultural fallout that's gonna make people really uh have to you know make virtue great again right like if we see some real shit hit the fan like look like your your average like metropolitan like blue stater is a lot less useful as a warlord so like <laughs> i i think certain ideologies are a lot more resilient uh in in times of struggle and we're gonna see some pain and then that pain's hopefully gonna help us pivot into something better
0: yeah yeah from the ashes we'll grow a new civilization
1: yeah exactly
0: that's that meme too uh, hard times make weak men weak men make (laughs) and just the cycle through of that
1: exactly we're 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 like exactly on the cusp of of like soft men hard times like that's just about to happen
0: yeah and then from the hard times the strong men will will rise and uh (laughs) the good times will come back um i wanted to get to some chat here um d live is still not working my, my trusty Reliable DLive is not working. And that's usually where people tune in to give me chat questions. So sorry, guys. But I have YouTube chats coming in. Um, I guess some guy named Culp in Washington says, Culp refused to enforce new gun laws in Washington. He ran for governor on that clout. And this week, the police force was disbanded in his town. Um, he says, I don't think it was retaliation as much as it was just funding issues. But that's pretty interesting it's like that probably Mm -hmm. was some kind of retaliation you know
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's pretty fishy
0: yeah (laughs) um definitely a message sent maybe to like the other uh people who refuse but um or and then that probably will backfire though because that that will actually probably convince more people to take it seriously and resist
1: well, people are going to start carrying, like, whether, yeah. like, I mean, <laughs> More what else are you going to do? More
0: gun owners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he also says, so this is all TR Dales. Thank you, TR Dales for uh, showing up and sending these uh, thoughts. But he says, most stores don't allow employees to stop shoplifters. The most often a simple, no thank you works <laughs> as it pertains to masks. And I think that's true. It's like, like, and that's kind of the same thing is it's like I walked into a, a gas station and, and I like walked in, went in, like got like two cans out of the out of the thing, like opened the door, took an energy drink can out of the cooler, closed the door, walked up to the line and I get to the front of the line. the lady's like, yeah, you have to put a mask on. And I'm like, like, seriously, like, <laughs> like I've been in the store for like three minutes and I've been like touching your stuff. And she's like, yeah, like I can't check you out without a mask. And like, so I mean, I'm, I'm a good guy. So I just kind of like walked back, opened the door again, put the cans back and like left the store. <laughs> but it was like, I could have also just walked out. <laughs> so it's just kind of silly. It's like I could have just walked out with the cans and not face any action. But then it was just the whole thing was silly because it's like why are you rejecting me after i've like been in here touching your stuff <laughs> without a mask? That, that's actually yeah. a
1: pretty good idea for a grift that uh, like during peak hysteria that could have worked for me uh you just like <laughs> go in and, like grab a bunch of stuff and then just like take the mask off and be like uh just like lose it or break it or something and then you just become <laughs> toxic and people like just leave just leave
0: <laughs> <And you> just... <laughs> yeah. i've already touched all this stuff it has to come with me yeah just take it go go <laughs> and i did one because i do my little side job is uh doordash delivery driving so i do like i'm going kind of going in and out of a bunch of different restaurants and like hotels and stuff all day and some places will tell me no but most places are just like they don't even care um but i went into like wing stop so i'm gonna i'm gonna name wing stop because they need to be they need to be outed But I walked in and it's like, I just have to pick up a bag. It's like sitting on a rack behind the counter. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm here for DoorDash delivery. And like this employee just starts yelling at me from like the kitchen. Like, you got to put a mask on. And I was just like, shrug my shoulders. Like, really? Like, I'm in your store. Can I just get that bag right there and I'll leave? And then some other guy comes up from the back kitchen and his mask is around his neck. So like, you know, it's like on his ears. And then just totally under his neck, like his mouth completely exposed, nose completely exposed. And he walks up and he's like, kind of polite. He's like, oh, sir, you know, like the sign on the door says no masks. Like we have to enforce it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'll leave. But like, can you just hand me that bag right there and I'll leave? (laughs) He's like, no, we just, we can't do it. And so like, I was like, okay, like, I guess I'll cancel this delivery order and leave. But it's just kind of hilarious that, like, I have to leave, but you can't hand me that bag right there as I leave. (laughs) And it's also hilarious that, like, you're literally, like, your mask is not even on. And I'm, like, literally, I'm I'm telling him this. (laughs) I'm, like, laughing. I'm, like, literally, like, I can't even stop. I'm, like, physically laughing in his face. Like, dude, you're not even wearing your mask. Like, can you just hand me that bag? (laughs) And he, so then he starts kind of mocking me a little bit and just being like, it's on my face, sir, my mask is on my face. And I was like, dude, your mask is on your neck. (laughs) And um, I was real close because I actually have one of those plague doctor masks. I like bought one of those like <laughs> legitimate. It's like a giant beat coming out, you know, um, I actually legitimately bought that. And like, I was real close because I've always said like, I'll just leave until someone is really mean to me or really rude to me. And then I'll just go into my car, put that mask on and then walk in. <laughs> so I was really close that day to finally busting out the plague doctor mask. But I just was like, you know what? Like, the, I'm sure these kids because they were all like in their 20s. You know, and I'm just like, you know, like these kids probably just have some boss that's breathing down their neck. You know, it's probably the company. That's why I want to shout out Wingstop because I'm pretty sure it's just the company of Wingstop being a little insane and crazy. But it was just hilarious to me that it's like, okay, like I'm in your store standing here and you're asking me to leave. Okay, fine could i just take that bag with me as i leave <laughs> and like we'll both win here <laughs> i will leave your store you win and then i will get to do my delivery and i win you know and then it was just hilarious that like he he's telling me i have to wear a mask when he's like literally not wearing a mask and he's the one making the food you know <laughs> it was so just, the whole so thing y- was hilarious y- you, you know?
1: know like the 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 lung cancer victims who have the hole in their neck like (laughs) (laughs) like, what what, what if like he was one of them and you're like bro why is your mask on your neck it should be on your face and he just like lifts it up and he's like
0: (laughs) this is where i breathe how inconsiderate of me Good point, Steppy. How inconsiderate of me for assuming that that man had a fully functioning neck. <laughs> how how privileged of me to assume that that man had a fully functioning neck. Uh,
1: <laughs> you would have shit your yeah, pants if that happened,
0: though, right? Like, I, come I on. And that would have been ten times worse than me not just wearing a mask in their store. <laughs> they now have a cleanup on aisle two, you know? <laughs> um but yeah before we move on I have, more, I have a few more questions here like some philosophical stuff i want to get into with you even though as you said earlier philosophy is pretty dumb um but i just wanted to say because my running theory right now on the whole election thing and i tweeted this out so i'm just going to read this but i said i'm pretty sure the democrat party elites were trying to throw this election on purpose but they made their loyal meat puppets so angry and hysterical over the last four years that they now are trying to steal the executive back on their own. And I think everyone now at this point is just trying to cover their tracks. <laughs> I think it's so, like a big oopsie happen. I think the Democrats, like, they put up Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Like, out of all the people in the primary they could have selected, they picked the two worst. <laughs> and the two worst combination to be together, you know? And it was just so, like, it just seemed like they were doing enough to make it seem like they were trying and they kind of put on a good show of like yeah we're gonna try to beat donald trump but they weren't really like they weren't really spending a lot of money or really campaigning and rallying and stuff like i think they did just enough to make it believable but they kind of were throwing the election on purpose but i think a lot of like the people that aren't in the know or under their like direct control on their own just kind of went rogue and started like cheating and scheming and plotting and <laughs>
1: right what if the what if the new political paradigm is all presidents win by accident like they're all just like <laughs> trying to lose for future political gain like because there's people who think that happened in uh, 2016 like oh trump was just doing it as a publicity stunt like
0: yeah now he's like oopsie i gotta figure out how to be a president now i guess <laughs> yeah i like that yeah that would be good that would be hilarious <laughs> <laughs> As a reality, but um, <laughs> yeah, we'll get into some more lighthearted questions. So enough politics. Politics is all stupid. We all get that. We all know. Um, but do you prefer Bitcoin or gold? Uh,
1: it's a lot easier to get your hands on Bitcoin. Uh, physical precious precious metals are like pretty effed up right now. Like for a while, they were like manipulating. Uh, the price of physical silver and it didn't match, like, the silver markets. It, like, I don't know. The whole thing's kind of... Like, I get it. I own some silver. But, like, just Bitcoin for convenience. They're both good. I own both.
0: <laughs> oh, both guy. What about tacos or burritos?
1: Uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give like the widest answer here. And I'm going to say not just tacos, but like hard, crunchy tacos, which I know are not like a real food. But
0: yeah, <laughs> it's just a big sloppy nacho, basically.
1: It's like a curvy tortilla chip.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and George Washington or Thomas Jefferson? Uh.
1: You know, I don't know really that much about history. I've heard the names uh, George Washington. <laughs> yeah. uh, Keep it pre- pre- Pretty good. Pretty pretty good in a fight, George Washington. So I'll go yeah. with him.
0: Yeah. And dogs or cats?
1: Oh, dogs. Yeah, dog
0: men.
1: Yeah, cats are like cats are like a trigger for me. I, I don't know. My, <laughs> my wife is like trying to meme me into like getting a cat and it's just like i will just be miserable like i'm just gonna like have (laughs) just not respect this thing
0: yeah well it's also a meme too of the dad going like i will never let a cat in this house and then the next picture is just him snuggling with some cat you know (laughs) yeah just like the the cat sleeping on my head (laughs) yeah um and would you rather live in syria or in iran
1: uh are are there Christians in Syria? I'm pretty sure there's yeah. none in Iran. So let's go with Syria. There's actually I, a
0: thriving underground Christian population in both of those places right now.
1: Okay. Uh well I, I Iran's less likely to get invaded. Uh but you know, let's go Syria. You know, Assad, there's good Assad memes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, the memes are dank with Assad, yeah. It was actually for different reasons so iran is so oppressive to christians that in that persecution it's like punk rock to be christian you know it's like this underground rising christian thing because it's cool because the persecuted idea you know it's like punk rock their version of punk rock um, but in syria it's actually a secular government so they actually allow and don't persecute christians and so what happens in syria is christians from all of the countries in the middle east will like become refugees and move to syria like if you're being oh that actually sounds kind of dope so it's like for different reasons there's like thriving christian populations in both of those places yeah it's pretty cool yeah
1: syria awesome yeah i love syria
0: like iran though because it's kind of this like punk rock underground church kind of movement it's pretty dope and it's actually one of the other than china it's the number one growing um population of christians in the world because, like, in that persecution, it makes people, you know, a little more militant about joining and recruiting and, you know, growing it. Uh,
1: Man, it'd be crazy if just in like a hundred years, like, uh, you know, the stars completely realign, like, culturally, and Iran is just like the the like the <laughs> basin of Christianity in the world, <laughs> and then like the U.S. is some kind of like ilhan omar like caliphate
0: <laughs> yeah yeah everyone's wearing hijabs including the men in the united states and then i oh and they're like De- death to us the great satan <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah the, the whole thing it's a giant story but um in china they're being persecuted too because their government is very strict on atheism because their government wants no one to be higher than itself, right? That's kind of how most yeah. communist dictatorships work. Like they want to be viewed as, and that's why Marx was very, and most communist places are very strict on atheism because they don't want you to believe in a higher power than the government. So they're very strict on being materialists and like earthly minded people. And their brainwashing educations vary about you building utopia. It's all human in this earth and this life um but in china it's kind of the same thing it's like this punk rock underground movement is rising where people are like no clearly there's a god (laughs) so what's you know and then they look around they're like um i guess i'll start reading books so they like read the quran and some people become muslim but they read the bible and it just blows their heart up you know it's just like the truth just explodes inside of them like the holy spirit will enter them and that persecution too just pushes back so of course you're not hearing about it. It's <laughs> suspicious yeah, why well, yeah. now I'm kind of making sense why Chinese owned D Live is not working for me today. But uh <laughs> yeah, the Chinese the have comes. been pushing back pretty heavily against against Muslims too, the Uyghur population and like the Muslim, but also against Christians too. There's gonna to be rising persecution I, about that.
1: I dropped a good tweet yesterday about the the Uyghurs. I I said, uh, like, look, I'm not happy China has Chenk Uyghur in a death camp, but it could have happened to a worse
0: person. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Couldn't agree more with that. Yes. Yeah. What about his nephew? Is he there with him? uh shank's uh, nephew is he oh in yeah camp too Do, doesn't he
1: have like <laughs> his nephew with a different last name and they just like happen to yeah <laughs> uh, work at the same network oh.
0: yeah no nepotism at all yeah, yeah. no uh, <laughs> i don't even know his name it's i think it's hassan that sounds right
1: yeah hassan piker i think yeah
0: yeah that's it but it's like, isn't I literally it dumb just how you know just just, like have this shit
1: just floating around in your head? And it's like, I wouldn't <laughs> even know this guy on the street. But like, I could, I could fill him in as like a bar trivia question. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. That's wild. It's like, I could tell you like arguments he's made on the internet, but I wouldn't, I can't even really remember his name. <laughs> yeah and (laughs) like i I don't
1: know like how to plant pepper seeds
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, how do you filter um parasites out of water i don't really know do you like burn it or something (laughs) you like light it on fire i think mix it with i think you mix it with oil i think that's what happens uh but my next question for you is because biden is our new president Apparently, supposedly, maybe, potentially. Uh, would you let President slash Dictator Biden sniff you or kiss you?
1: Ah, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Most I'm important sure. question of the day. You know
0: what? It's a little sniff-sniff from behind or a little kiss in the front? I'd, I'd go with the
1: kiss, and here's why. <laughs> it, with with the sniff, like, there, it's purely like actor and object being acted upon i can't like you know sniff him back i can't like smell extra delicious (laughs) but like if 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 he goes for the kiss i can go full mouth mode and like fucking own it like it'd be like no i'm kissing you joe biden
0: (laughs) i love that yeah reclaim the power got to reclaim the power in the scenario
1: like like i'll go eyes open and go a little too long
0: <laughs> yeah you creep him out yeah uh...
1: come on man
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cut the malarkey um, and um that governor of virginia ralph northam do you think he wore the clan hood or the blackface in that picture
1: Dude, what if it was like one of those uh, one-man couples costumes where it's actually both? Like, (laughs) he was just in the middle.
0: Yeah. He was in the blackface. The Klan hood guy was just a straw man attached to him on the side. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I guess technically I'll say he wore the blackface.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I've also been in blackface, but he was also the guy in the hood like oh under that's the hood, he might also have had blackface on just in case you know the hood gets knocked off with a, in a breezy day <laughs> <laughs> he's got a backup yeah. costume if his if his goofy little headdress blows away in a gust of wind um he could still be racist on halloween yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and are you a pineapple on pizza kind of guy
1: oh yeah uh yeah. anything on pizza like <laughs> it, this is again libertarian is a personality like i'm it, i'm a pizza libertine i will put anything on it in fact i refuse to eat plain pizza if presented with a choice
0: <laughs> orange slices would you do orange slices on pizza
1: uh You know, I tried uh, orange slices with a little bit of anchovy the other day, and that was really good. So I don't rule out oranges and savory. Like, if you went real thin, so, like, it's not, like, juicy, just, like, a nice thin piece of orange, that could be good.
0: Yeah, I like it. I love it. What about mustard? You ever, like, dip your pizza in mustard?
1: I would do it. Like, the crust, (laughs) I think that would be really good.
0: Yeah, true, yeah. Um, and do you think food lickers, those like TikTok food liquor people, do you think they should be exiled or executed? Uh,
1: just exiled.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No hangings to set an example.
1: No, they should be physically removed, so to speak.
0: That's. (laughs) Yeah. How would you exile them? Would it be like a helicopter ride or like, um. (laughs) <laughs> a shuttle bus
1: well i think that kind of depends on the local terrain like if, <laughs> if if your town is like on a mountain i think it'd be cool to just like build a huge slide and just like Ooh, shoot them off into yeah. a lake or something
0: <laughs> yeah one last gasp of fun uh <laughs> before they're exile i like it and do you prefer christmas or july 4th
1: uh well I can much more readily believe in the underlying principles of Christmas at this point like July Fourth <laughs> is, is so religious and mythological at this point that I don't know how anyone can believe it <laughs> Christmas like yeah Christmas
0: that's awesome yeah true uh, <laughs> and are you are you one of those um, climate change hoax believers
1: like do I believe it. <laughs> it is a hoax or do I believe in the hoax? I mean, climate. Yeah. Like it, <laughs> science is all bullshit. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, of science, um, can you rank these following um, things, concepts in order of how fake and gay they are? Uh, oh, I'd love to. <laughs> these four things, space, dinosaurs, zoom and voting
1: what zoom like the chinese spyware yeah okay uh it's obvi- <laughs> zoom obviously zoom is obviously gay they
0: are yeah those four things
1: zoom is the realest, uh of course but yeah. like maybe maybe the gayest i don't know
0: <laughs> <laughs> especially it's gotta after be a like combo the... of both it's got to be a mutual combination of, of fake and gay it's the, it's oh
1: good. okay <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to say Zoom. Zoom's the realest. I've used it. Yeah. It's real. Um, yeah. So that's uh, voting, the least fake and gay. Least fake and gay. Uh, voting is the second least fake and gay, I guess. Okay. Uh, space, you see, like... Space is, it could mean a lot of things, you know, like even if you're in like, you know, the line earth or flat earth camp, <laughs> you, you can still believe that there is something called space on the way to the firmament or the end of the line. Um, yeah. So uh, I would say space is real based on certain definitions. Second most fake and gay uh, and the uh, dinosaurs are the fakest and gayest.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think I kind of agree with you. I would switch zoom and voting though. Um, a little bit, but... Okay. <laughs> um, and is porn weaponized against us? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's... I, I, I <laughs> mean, there, there's nothing to say that hasn't been said, like, to death on that. But, like, look, like, it, a- anyone who's just, like, done, like, No Nut November or whatever, like, it, any dude... It's just like, oh, okay. Like, I guess there was a problem there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going day seven. You know, we're in day seven right now. I'm married. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Cut the Larky. <laughs> yeah, like honey,
1: I know we're trying, but the internet needs me.
0: <laughs> yeah, my bros are relying on me to <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm not married. I went a solid two and a half months of not cooming, you know? And That's then I deliberately deliberately on Halloween broke it. Just to, you know, just to make sure the pipes are still working a little bit. And it was actually kind of bad. And now I'm back to now I'm doing the the No Nut November and I'm on day seven and I'm going to go strong. So I think my goal is to make it to the new year. Um, And yeah, I can definitely I, tell. I believe in you. Last year. So like end of summer 2019, I quit all porn. And then I still kind of struggle with just lust and just kind of being a little coomer a little bit. But just the porn really, really opens you up. Like you start to uh, recognize patterns again. Your senses come back. You like smell things vibrantly and you see colors better. And there's just like a thing in your brain that happens when you cut the porn out. Your third eye opens. Dude, or whatever uh, they say, you know.
1: Libertarians, like let's let's dump on them again for a second. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with? Yeah. What's up with porn memes? I hate it. Because, yeah. like, you'll just be scrolling through the timeline and, like, you just see, like, a, like a pornographic meme. And it's like, man, like, you yeah. had to drop that on me. Like...
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just going back to it, I think a lot of just libertarians are just degenerate and i think we're talking about it being weaponized against us i think it definitely i think porn and drugs are definitely weaponized against like freedom and liberty minded people like anyone that's anti-establishment or anti-government like why wouldn't the government bombard those people with like mind altering substances
1: yeah you get them to self-own like, and <laughs> like occur. like in both senses of the word like yeah. oh you you yeah. self-owned yourself with your self-ownership <laughs>
0: yeah And you just choose your own enslavement. So yeah, you're like getting guns and growing your own food, but then you're also just start becoming addicted to your cell phone and your supplier of drugs or whatever. You know. Oh man, you can you can
1: self own while you self own by using your cell phone. Like. (laughs) uh,
0: Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't think about it too hard. It's very deep though. Whoa, bro. You just broke the internet with that. <laughs> you just broke my mind and the internet with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that was another thing I noticed too, just becoming like just born again and just like a man of God and really actively choosing to follow God in his right ways. It just really started drawing a line in the sand of like degenerates and not <laughs> and all i just looked around and all my friends were and caps and libertarians and it was just like so clear that they were like lacking morality and just very caught up in their feelings and their emotions and their pleasures like they're very worried about their stuff and their feelings and they always just want to feel good and avoid pain a very like hedonistic like um mindset And when you do that, it becomes hard to fight for what's right or push back against what's wrong. Because all the government has to do is say, you're not going to get your drugs unless you put a mask on. (laughs) You're not going to be able to buy groceries if you don't put your mask on. And it's all these people that are like, you know, F the government. I won't ever listen to government. I don't vote because it's giving compliance to the system. And then they put their mask on because they're like, I got to do it to feel good. <laughs> I got to do it for a convenience. I got to do it. You know, it's like they don't realize that they're choosing their enslavement, even though they'll go online and talk about how they're so freedom minded and they're pushing for liberty and they're waking up the masses and, you know, they're trying to end the state or end the Fed. Um, but they just don't see that, like, their lack of morality is enslaving them it's putting they're putting themselves in change they're putting themselves in bondage
1: yeah it's it's i mean it's like probably cliche within this conversation but it's like that augustine quote about like a man has as many masters as he has vices like it's exactly that uh and and by the way i love libertarians they're like my people they're they're my tribe (laughs) and uh There is nothing more libertarian than just completely shitting on libertarianism.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's the number one libertarian meme is just a a giant pile of people fighting. And it all has libertarian on their (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah. Like fuck them all. (laughs) I just, that's, that's why is I love libertarians and they are my people. And that's why I want to wake them up to the reality that they do need to become moral. Um, Yeah. Well, it's
1: like, uh, you know the whole like virtue thing, like that that spectrum of personal development, uh, especially like in the proper spiritual lens. It's it's like everyone is like a bunch of like Wally fat chair people, and they don't even realize that like exercising and standing and like running are things that you can do. So like you like once you like get out of the the chair and you're like mobile and healthy, you're just like oh like dude, I like other people don't see this like I. It, I mean the thing so anyway the answer to that question is yes for sure (laughs) yeah i I don't know if that was a lightning question
0: (laughs) no 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 not not necessarily yeah the thing i see the big thing that has kind of opened my mind whatever pill it's called um (laughs) whatever pill i took that opened my mind is the general idea of like anarchist arguments is that like without the state like we can just agree on things like there will be laws but there will be no rulers right and yeah it's like yes but how do you do that without morality (laughs) and then i'm looking at like these anarchists that are like you know oh i don't pay taxes or i always don't listen to the government and it's like okay well then let's say that magically tomorrow you have eliminated the government like you weren't even willing to just like fulfill your contracts and your obligations and like the laws that were imposed on you. Now that there's not a system, Ye- what's going to motivate you to choose to do that on your own?
1: Well, like, everyone will get like a credit like, score <laughs> and there's going to be independent arbitration agencies and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but if you don't have no, morality, it's-, it's
0: like what's stopping them from just rigging the score or cheating the score? It's like the, the idea is not like... I, I I really struggle intellectually explaining this because it, like, makes sense in my mind. Like, I can see the pattern, but I can't explain it, like, philosophically. But it just seems like if you're not willing to obey the state, why are you just going to obey, like, a DRO, like, a dispute resolution organization, or, like, a social contract, like, in the true sense of a social contract? Like, if you don't have morality, if you're not willing to just, like, honor your word and fulfill your contracts, like... Why would not having a state work better? (laughs) You know, I don't know. Just and then I always talk about it on my streams. But like if you if you can't rule yourself, you will be ruled. And I think that's what we're in is the state of meat puppets and idiots and brainwashed masses that, of course, the government's the biggest and craziest government of all time, because we're like the most degenerate and most immoral people of all time. So it's like the more people can't control themselves, the more that people will control them. And I think if you just like slowly drift towards agorism and you slowly drift towards morality, you just naturally will also see an inverse like deterioration of state power. But I think the, the yeah, people I mean, want a th- shortcut. They just want th- to there will be a ruler,
1: like there will be a master. So it's better yeah. to choose like the one true actual one. Yeah. And, and and like yeah. uh, amazingly, like doing that comes with a moral code that makes everyone like you and makes you like everyone else a little bit more. So, like, yeah. it, you know, there's no mistake. It, there's no coincidence to the fact that, like, if you look at the American heritage of liberty, like the only times that it actually resonates with people. People, and it actually achieves anything is when it's tied to a Christian tradition like it, yeah. you look at the founding fathers for all their flaws like they did achieve like an effective insurrection that immediately got subverted but they, they won a they won a big battle <laughs> and then they like taxed all the whiskey rebels but uh, yeah
0: they like immediately it, established it's just a been like bank. downhill
1: ever <laughs> since then it's like less liberty less faith like just a long yeah. slow slide but like you look at like Ron Paul there's a man of faith and everyone was like, you know what? I trust you to like go into a contract with me or like Tom Woods, like all uh, Bob Murphy, these like Christian libertarians. It's like, yeah, I absolutely trust you in a stateless or like small state society. Like yeah, that's the only way it works.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have said it perfectly summarize my thoughts uh, <laughs> concisely and uh, beautifully, but yeah, I, I don't know what the answer is because i'll even just post something like on twitter it's kind of a test sometimes when i do it but i'll post like stop watching porn and i get all this blowback from libertarians that are like how dare you tell me what to do you know stop trying to regulate and i'm like i literally just gave you advice And, like, you're reacting so viscerally against me, like, so hateful against me. Well, I'm it's so funny, like, like how willing a, the same advice. people are
1: to tell <laughs> journalists to go fuck themselves on the Internet, yeah. which is not just a suggestion, but a command. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, definitely hilarious. Yeah. But I just don't know what what is the solution. How do you how do you. Like if, it, if porn is weaponized against us if degeneracy let's say is weaponized against libertarians how do we stop it like how do we fight back against it like especially as libertarians because you're not gonna outlaw it you're not gonna advocate for a ruler to rewrite the laws or stop the weaponization but if like a person like me can't even just recommend that they overcome it that <laughs> they recognize it's real and they choose not to fall victim to it and that get such like pushback, like how do you stop it? How do you actually fight against the degeneracy being pushed upon us?
1: You make it lame and gay to to be degenerate. I guess that's (laughs) true.
0: (laughs) We gotta make God cool again. (laughs) This is Kanye. Like this is the power of Kanye. Like Yes.
1: (laughs) Like no one can deny that he was the coolest and realest person engaged in this election cycle like yeah. you're just lying if you don't think that <laughs> so like yeah. what kanye is doing is actually winning the cultural and the spiritual war yeah. and then like people who have like no spirituality no discernment they hear him talk and he's like going on a couple threads at once and they're like you're crazy and you said yeah. things that are outside of my overton window but like <laughs> he, he's yeah. he's a genius like yeah. I, yeah. yeah he's got a screw loose but like it, it, that is how you win. Like, Kanye is how you win.
0: I, I could not agree more. Kanye 2024. Uh, <laughs> 100%. Um, well, kind of similarly what we're talking about, um, but do you think there is a war on men or a war on masculinity? It
1: It's on everyone. And, it, it, like, so I think it takes the form of, you know, I'm... Uh, um, rereading the screw tape letters right now and oh, like a, it's on such my a good book list. yeah oh dude movie you movie. haven't read it you got to. yeah
0: gonna, uh, i have two c.s <S. lewis books um the one that i always forget the name of it but the one that's really Mere christianity yes and then yeah screw tape letters and those are third and fourth on my list right now
1: yeah screw tape is so good uh so like the the, the central theme through that book is it's just like you're reading a demonic playbook about how to undermine people right and like it is you just learn like you read it and it's like oh like this like c.s lewis understood like the bible and the struggle and human nature and he was just like synthesizing it into this great allegory but uh basically like you know these uh, the demons in the book. They have to like stay dynamic and attack people at their weakness and tailor the attack to their personality. So to give a long winded answer to is there a war on men? Yes, there's there's a spiritual war on everyone. But the ways that you undermine men is you know, more overtly cruel, you alienate them, abandon them. And that's why, you know, King Friday is necessary. You tell them they're bad, like right. Yeah. But like the ways that you alienate women is you, I think you give them everything they want and you, yeah. quote unquote, empower them. So it's just different weaponry, but it all leads to misery.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah, exactly. Amen. Amen. <laughs> that's perfect. Um. And do you gamble?
1: Uh, well, you know, I try to avoid things that are, like, usury, right? So, like, Bitcoin yeah. is, like, viewable as gambling uh, since it's so uncertain. Like, some people, like, conflate variance with gambling. I don't think that's true. Like, you know, like, every economic activity you do is fundamentally uncertain. So, like, it, it, I, I don't think it, uh, uncertainty is gambling. So, like, some people would say I do, but I try not to. Uh, I don't know, like, beer money. Like, I actually did. (laughs) All right. I gambled on Kanye to to place fourth in the presidential election. I thought he could beat the Green Party. So I did gamble, but it was just 20 (laughs) bucks.
0: Really? He did not beat the Green Party?
1: No. No. i saw he got the 10, green party
0: votes in tennessee and i was very proud of my fellows my fellow statesmen for that <laughs> oh dude, tennessee was the, the most pro kanye state there was actually a lot of signs around nashville that were like kanye 2020 and a lot of like pro kanye signs all around kind of the hipster areas of nashville
1: is uh is tennessee one of the most christian states like yes. i i would assume that's yeah. why
0: i don't know about like number one but it's definitely top 10 like for sure top okay 10, yeah I mean, I don't meet anyone here really that doesn't say they're Christian, even though I'm like, okay, man, like you curse and you go to bars every weekend, but (laughs) they'll still at least tell you they're Christian or they'll tell you they were raised Christian, you know?
1: Yeah, you know, it's a spectrum. Like, you know, but again, purity testing, great libertarian tradition and great Christian tradition. (laughs) Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And... Do you think that women should vote?
1: Well, look, if you think that repealing the 19th wouldn't be like the best thing to happen politically, like <laughs> come on.
0: <laughs> like
1: yeah. So, like I I I think no one should vote uh except in like, you know,
0: yeah. E- king friday consensual turn into king week week long (laughs) yeah yeah
1: i don't think anyone should vote above like the level of mayor at all so i I would just say women should definitely not vote neither should men
0: yeah i love that (laughs) i love that i think I, i i do think women deserve the right to vote i just feel really strongly that they should not (laughs) <laughs> like they should just trust their husband so it, to vote in their interest you know okay that's it's like a my, test like the yeah. should is the word so the
1: vote is be. a d- yeah. is the vote like a dowry it goes with the household
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i do if we're being real too like i think we should make limitations on voting like i think you probably should have to pay taxes to vote and you probably should also own land um it's kind of yeah, crazy definitely that
1: like, Net Everyone's taxpayer is a wild. must. Like I, I don't know how n- the people who are a drain on the system are allowed to just vote for more. That's crazy. Yeah. But this is this is just like Ben Shapiro tier <laughs> conversation. Now. Yeah. Like well, the very idea that that a non net taxpayer would be allowed to be enfranchised <laughs> in their political <laughs> system.
0: Start. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now 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 a moment from our sponsors uh birch birch gold <laughs> and, and, and bed sheets yeah
1: <laughs> or oh, wait was that steven crowder i forget.
0: yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah crowder yeah it's gotta it, i i can't knock crowder too much but I, it's like every single libertarian podcast has to have some kind of guitar riff as an intro <laughs> so i kind of feel like i can't actually label myself like a libertarian podcast anymore because my i don't have like an intro that's like a rock riff you know but even crowder has one and crowder is definitely not libertarian you know
1: you could just like you know do like a sick mouth solo (laughs) just start
0: it up (laughs) (laughs) just awkwardly like hi nice to meet you uh future guest uh Let me do my intro real quick and just start like beatboxing with my mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Good idea, Steppy. I'll take that. I might use that in the future.
1: The fastest growing anti-porn podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you heard it here first. Uh, My my non coomers out there, my no-nut November dudes, uh, you heard it here. Uh, (laughs) Well, that is a good, um, what do you think about intellectual property?
1: Uh, it's not legitimate. It, it, I mean, it's one of those, like, if you accept the idea of intellectual property, what's the limitation on that? Like, yeah. you're allowing a central authority to essentially just, like, you know, limit certain types of human action uh, <laughs> based on what? Like, 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 no, that's my technique. You can't do it. It's crazy. Uh, it, now, there's, like, unwritten rules of human decency. Like, if I invent some kind of like proprietary technique and you go and say that you invented it you're a dick like <laughs> but you should be able to use it and i'm probably better at it if i invented it so
0: yeah yeah definitely and would you rather live in the year 1900 or the year 2100
1: Ah, i mean 1900 is like that would be a much better standard of living certainly uh but that that feels like the cowardly response you know so i'd just say 2100 bring on the weird i'm ready to get martyred not not really i I actually have that's my that's my single guy answer i'm yeah. yeah you actually can't say that you're ready to get martyred after you get married
0: that's true yeah I always think about that. Like I'm in that stage right now where I'm like, bring it on, bro. <laughs> bring it on, bro. I'll set an example. I'll go fight in a war or something. You know, I'll, I'll lean a revolution. But it's like, give me three years and a wife and a kid. And uh, I will definitely be changing that opinion. <laughs> It'll definitely uh, make, you, make you turn around on that. Um, well, yeah, sweet. Do you have any um, final thoughts you want to share with my audience?
1: Uh. Well, you know, I'd just like to thank you for having a very good laugh. It's a gift oh, yeah. to the internet.
0: <laughs> thank you. I keep, I, if anyone out there wants to do it, um, I want to make, like, a beat remix. Like, maybe that could be my intro, is my laugh, but, like, remixed into, like, a beat. And then maybe have, like, some funny people dancing over it or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, just, like, <laughs> lo-fi, Sean's best laughs.
0: <laughs> yeah. Swade the remix, God. <laughs> Um yeah, sweet, do you have any questions for me?
1: Uh, oh man, no, I didn't do any preparation at all.
0: Oh, I, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. what,
1: what are you uh, what are you excited for moving forward into this uh, this year of our Lord 2021?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are, I think Satan is busy, right? I think the last year Satan has been real busy. And he's really won a lot of battles. But I think there's going to be a big pushback for people to just want to just return to normalcy and like return to stability. And I think Satan will just kind of keep pushing. And I think it's just going to be some of his schemes and plots are going to be exposed. Um, I don't know. It just I really think it depends on the Trump Biden win or not. Um, Not in the sense of them actually like affecting change themselves, but like people's reaction to it. Um, cause you know, if Trump wins, it's going to be four years of, oh, here we go. Hitler, <laughs> here we go. Hitler just took power. We have a crazy dictator that. Yeah. Remember when leave. Hitler like
1: had a really hard time winning re-election?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're in a fascist state where we still have elections. Um, <laughs> but I think if Biden wins, there's going to be a giant, like, cultural revolution pushback like that culture war that the liberals are definitely have been winning for like the last maybe like 10 years or so i think if biden does actually kind of cheat this election even if he cheats it or not if the perception is that biden cheated and he's now our president and the liberals start like enacting their policies um i think there's gonna be a giant kind of push towards like christianity and homesteading so I'm kind of in a weird way cheering for that. Like I'm kind of almost cheering yes. for persecution from the top in our government because I think like the, un, like the society will start to change for the better. Whereas if Trump wins, I feel like you're just going to have people yelling online. <laughs> it's going to be four more years of people just yelling at each other and complaining. But I think if Biden wins, it will actually kind of cause some real change in people's lives. So I think it kind of does depend on who wins or steals this election
1: yeah i think cultural conservatives are a lot more useful when they're scared so yeah (laughs) yeah i agree with that
0: i think the culture war is gonna keep just keep heating up and heating up i don't think civil war i mean everyone talks about civil war but they also are like just too addicted to like drugs and porn (laughs) i don't actually see people grabbing their guns and like actually fighting Um, and people are just so dumb about what war actually is. Like everyone I think is just obsessed with video games and movies and that's their perception of war. But like the reality of war is like supply lines and communication networks. And there's a lot of like sacrifice that has to be made and a lot of like pain that people have to put up with if there was actually a civil war that broke out. And just both sides, I think, like the people with the guns and the quote-unquote commie rebels or whatever that don't really have the guns anyways, um, I think both sides kind of underestimate themselves and their abilities, and I don't think war will actually break out because of that. So I think there's just going to continually be people yelling at each other on the internet, calling each other names, memeing each other, screaming and shouting. But I do think if the Democrats take over and start pushing policies that are perceived to be like unjust and this covid thing keeps going on and it's perceived to be like unjust or a hoax i think there actually might be some motivation some pushback and i also just see yeah like my circles a lot of agorism and homesteading so i think a lot of people are just kind of like taking the i'm out (laughs) i'm out i choose to not do this anymore like i'll pay the bare minimum taxes and i'm gonna go homestead and grow my own food like i'm out of this system dude how how dope would it be
1: to like you just drop like six figs on a homestead and then the world economic forum like declares war on you and resets the currency. And you're (laughs) like, I, I, I'm not sure if I own this land or not, but I definitely don't owe a bank of money and I'm ready to just like park my ass here and fight it out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then the sheriff's take your side. (laughs)
1: Not, not, not where I live, man.
0: Yeah, True. That's the clear thing here is, like, I'm technically in Nashville, so, like, I would flee Nashville, but I would only have to go, like, four miles south to, like, Williamson County, where people are pretty based, you know? (laughs) There is kind of this stark contrast between, like, the city and the country. I think in most of the country, that's kind of the case. Like, if you're in Cincinnati, Ohio, but if you just kind of drive north, like, 30 minutes, aren't you in a pretty based place? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of like Christians and farmers and so, homesteaders.
1: I got a hypothetical for you. Yeah. You think we're ever going to see an internal wall like?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely yes. <laughs> like compounds, like you're just going to have compound walls popping up every once every every so often. I, what like about just like a, a <laughs> yeah, like a wall on like
1: the like the New York. New Jersey border or something.
0: (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Well, that's what the map, like, I'll bring it back up for my guests. Um, I had funny names, kind of, like, realistic slash funny names for it. Maybe I got rid of it. I might have deleted it already. Oh, well. But I do think there's going to be some kind of balkanization. Maybe not. I don't think there is going to, but I could see it as a possibility where we are starting to really live in, like, very culturally different – um places you know i left california like people in california are so different than like oklahoma and like even oklahoma pretty much aligns like like they'll like oklahoma and tennessee will like vote for the same president like they're red quote unquote but they're still so culturally different like oklahoma is like ranchers and tennessee is like agriculture So there's still just, like, divides that happen even inside of the politics spectrum. And I just think there's going to be pushes and calls for secessions and breakups and stuff. I don't know if it'll happen. I don't know if the bank... I think it all comes down to do the bankers want it to happen? (laughs) Do the real owners and rulers allow it to happen kind of thing? But um, I think it's a possibility that we might see this country kind of break up into different... Even if it's not, like, different countries, just kind of, like, redrawing districts and maybe realigning the political spectrum and stuff and having like super governors over regions (laughs) instead of like one president over the entire country I don't know
1: yeah I think uh, you know either it's gonna be (laughs) like the great tribulation or it's just gonna be like a a great tribulation like like, that was like a pretty great tribulation
0: yeah best apocalypse ever (laughs) this was the best pandemic of all time this was the funniest (laughs) plague of all time yeah (laughs) i love that do you have any like plugs or shout outs that you want to give to people
1: yeah i'm i'm on twitter at please no p-w-e-a-s-e-n-o uh I don't know, I just make stupid jokes and I <laughs> uplift my fellow kings and oh, yeah. you know, that's you know, that's the meme more we're fighting, so
0: <laughs> yeah, but only on Fridays, definitely follow yes. me on Twitter but only expect the, the hot content and it is hot and it is hilarious and deep, we have deep takes sometimes um, oh, thank you but only on King Friday, so <laughs> be patient out there, folks, the other six days of the week Um, well, sweet. So my last question is always, did you have fun?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: (laughs) I wasn't too annoying or pushy or anything.
1: Is that, uh, is that Jesse Lee Peterson, that question?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Are you a big JLP fan?
1: Uh, okay. So uh, just to bring (laughs) up a juicy topic right at the end, you, you hear about the gay porn?
0: I did. I also heard the explanation of it though
1: okay can i guess because i actually don't know the explanation uh i don't think he runs his account i think yeah. uh one of his producers did it just because his yeah. account always seemed like a robot account or like i don't know but what's yeah. the explanation
0: well that it's that so it was his producer right his, he doesn't actually jesse lee peterson doesn't put pull up a smartphone and tweet <laughs> no i don't even think he, he knows he, what twitter is you know i'm but also not producer, sure like does... his
1: penis works at this point like <laughs> <laughs> he's like 80 <laughs> yeah
0: I think his producer though will will like pull up like a controversy happening tell Jesse about it and then Jesse will kind of give his opinion and the guy will go in and tweet it for him so I think Jesse okay. kind of but I think most of the time the producer too is just kind of like assuming what Jesse would say kind of um, or like using his little funny quotes and quips to respond in his own voice um, the guy's name is Chris on the show there's like multiple people kind of involved with this show um but the guy chris is like a social media account director or whatever but the porn thing was i guess for like two weeks people were spamming his comments with like gay porn and tranny porn and stuff and what they were doing was going through and like like reporting it and deleting it like reporting and blocking and reporting and blocking all of this stuff because they were just being bombarded with a bunch of like pornographic stuff and degenerate stuff and i think what happened was just while you're mass doing that you accidentally click like and then you move on you know and then you're right and then
1: they're all like oh we got him we got him like the one out
0: of a thousand that he you know he's probably like like banning and reporting all of them but then slips up one time and it's like look he liked a porn thing one time you know so i think that just seems real like I don't actually think that the guy running Jesse Lee's account liked gay porn, you know, <laughs> but of course like he I has mean, so it, many enemies and haters that they're going to run with that and mock it. and Yeah. Stuff. So you're just like, okay, I, it
1: definitely wasn't Jesse. It could have been the producer. <laughs> it could have been what you said, yeah. but it wasn't him.
0: Yeah. Well, I, cause that's, right. I, that's the explanation I heard. <laughs> and I did see it. I mean, I was seeing just this wave of bots and porn people bombarding his page for a week. And then you know, a week later, I see, oh, Jesse liked porn. And it's like, OK, <laughs> I'm sure there's an explanation to it, you know, but or maybe not. Or maybe it's a giant. Oh, he caught him. He's a closet. He caught him <laughs> everything he's done for the last 30 years is just a giant elaborate hoax uh, <laughs> but yeah that, at least that's what seems to be more of the actual explanation all right cool but, all right. yeah all right. well anyway <laughs> all, i had fun <laughs> yeah, all that being said uh yeah glad you had fun thank you for coming on i appreciate it um happy post king friday happy uh uh belated king friday <laughs> to you this saturday morning
1: and also with your friday (laughs)
0: thank you i
1: appreciate it